Hello, my beautiful footed friends, and welcome back to the Red Stain Shoes podcast. I am so grateful that you decided to tune in again and join me for the second part of the Vision podcast series. Last week, we covered the first verse that the Lord laid on my heart for Red Stain Shoes, which was Romans 10, 14 through 15, along with a snippet from the story of Deborah in the Bible. Thank you to those of you who responded to the takeaway questions on the Red Stain Shoes Instagram. Your answers truly bless my heart. One of the responses in particular almost made me cry. My friend Elise, who used to work with me, tuned in and informed me that the first time she heard about Deborah was in the podcast from last week. Elise, girl, I am so glad that you have now heard that story, and I pray that you draw as much strength from Deborah as I have. I miss you, girl. I love you, and I hope you and your family are doing well. It's funny story time. So, my son likes to eat the apple cinnamon puffs that they make for babies. So, we were in the car the other day about to leave the daycare, and he very politely asked me for a snack. Soik! He screamed at me, holding out his hand. So, I reached in the diaper bag, pulled out the bag of puffs, and poured a few into his hand. Well, I must have missed the memo. He stuck on my bedroom door to inform me that puffs no longer appeal to him due to his refined palate. The moment those puffs hit his hand, he looked at me straight in the face, no blink, no smile, crushed the puffs in his chubby little baby fist, and threw the puff crumbles back at me. The awe audacity. I couldn't do anything but turn around and laugh. Now, I didn't want to condone the rudeness because that was a total punk move, but it was hilarious. Y'all, what kind of savage am I raising? I went through 26 hours of labor for you, son. How dare you? Mm -mm -mm -mm. Y'all motherhood. Anyways, <laughs> this week we will be covering Psalm 68, 11 through 12, which says, The Lord announces the word, and the women who proclaim it are a mighty throng. Kings and armies flee in haste. The women at home divide the plunder. Ooh, my heart gets excited when I read that verse. The women who proclaim it are a mighty throng. The definition of throng, according to Webster's Dictionary, is to move upon or fill something in great numbers. And one of the synonyms of the word throng is army. I like that because after all, this is a military-based podcast. The definition of plunder, again, according to Webster's Dictionary, is to, wrongfully, is to take wrongfully or in other words, steal. So if you reword it according to the synonym and definition, the verse reads like this. The women who proclaim it are a mighty army. Kings and armies flee in haste and the women at home divide what is being stolen. I love how it says the women at home. And due to recent events, a lot of us are stay-at-home moms right now. And many of us military wives are stay-at-home moms regardless. And I'm here to tell you that God has not forgotten about you. He still has a plan and a purpose for your life while you are at home. He has given you the power and strength to divide what the enemy is trying to take from your homes. The strength to defend your families, your marriages, and your children. The power to stand up and declare victory over your households in Jesus' name. John 10.10 10 says, A thief 
Satan has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal, slaughter, and destroy. But I came to give you everything in abundance, more than you expect, life in its fullness, until you overflow. Ladies, it is time to get our peace back. It is time to get our joy back. It is time to get our voice back. The enemy has silenced us for way too long, tricking us to believe that we no longer have purpose because we are slaves to the titles the world has given us. You are not insignificant. The women at home are and will divide the plunder of the enemy in Jesus' name. We are living in a time where fear is paralyzing many. This coronavirus is not to be taken lightly by any means, but it has no hold over us. We are daughters of the one true God. Our God is more powerful than this virus. And we as women are going to divide the plunder of the enemy who's trying to steal our family's health. The kingdoms of darkness and sickness are going to run and flee for we have the victory. I declare an overflow in health, strength, joy, and peace to each woman tuning in today and her families. This reminds me of a story in the Bible about two women by the names of Ruth and Naomi. The story is found in the book of Ruth, which is a very small book in the Bible, but packed with a powerful message. I encourage you ladies to read it, and you will need to, to read it in order to answer one of the takeaway questions. Naomi was Ruth's mother-in-law. These two women were living in a time of great famine and suffered horrific loss, including the death of their husbands. Naomi was going to leave town and encourage both of her daughter-in-laws, Ruth and Orpah, to depart from her so they could find new lives and a fresh start away from her. Now, Naomi was an older woman who knew that she was not going to find another husband, and she knew she was most likely going to live as a beggar for the remainder of her life. Orpah parted ways with Naomi, but Ruth refused to part ways with her mother-in-law, stating in the verse Ruth 1.16, Don't urge me to leave you or to run back away from you. Where you go, I will go, and where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people, and your God my God. Naomi realized Ruth was not going to leave her, so she allowed her to depart with her to Bethlehem, where the barley harvest was beginning. Now, Naomi was a relative, had a relative by the name of Boaz, who owned a field. This field was plentiful, so Ruth decided to go out and pick up the leftover grain the workers had left behind. In other words, she was scrapping. Lo and behold, Ruth didn't realize she had wandered onto Boaz's field. Would you look at God? Boaz saw Ruth picking up scraps and thought she was hot stuff. He asked one of his workers about her and was given the download about Ruth and Naomi's situation. Boaz talked to Ruth, commended her for taking care of her mother-in-law, and blessed Ruth richly, giving her more than enough and special favor in the field she was working. Ruth was then able to take that blessing back to her, her mother-in-law, Naomi, and share that she was working in Boaz's field. Naomi was overjoyed and encouraged her to continue to work in Boaz's field so no harm would come to her from working in someone else's field she did not know. Later on in the story, you will read that Ruth ended up marrying Boaz and their family line was blessed, later consisting of David and Jesus. Though Naomi and Ruth were living in a time of famine and despair after the death of both of their husbands and left Bethlehem to try and scrap for seconds, knowing they were considered lowly in position, God took care of them. 
They were two women, women who now felt they had no purpose and everything was stripped away from them. Yet God restored them above and beyond what they had lost because of, the, because of their faith and obedience. God gave them back what they had lost and then some. The enemy would have wanted them to stay in bondage and depression, but Ruth got to work, doing what she could to help out her mother-in-law, dividing the enemy's attempt to steal everything from them, walking in faith, knowing that God in some way, shape, or form was going to take care of them, taking back their rightful places, daughters of the king. They walked away in abundance and victory. God is a redeemer of our lives. Boaz was a type of prophetic symbol of Christ and his redemptive work in our lives. We don't have to accept what the enemy has stolen from us. We have every power and right as daughters of the king to stand up, shake it off, and walk in authority and victory, knowing that God has a plan worked out for us, even if it looks like we are surrounded by despair. God has redemption in mind. We are not bound by our circumstances. We are powerful and we are redeemed. While most of us are bound to our homes for the next few weeks, I want to encourage each one of you ladies to wash them handsies, then to lay hands on your husbands, your children, your household. Pray for God's covering over your house. That sickness shall not come near your family. In Jesus' name, let's pray. God, thank you for every beautiful lady that tuned into this podcast today. You are so good and have a plan and a purpose for each one of them. Reveal that to them, Lord. Show them who you created them to be and that they don't have to be bound by the titles the world gives them, but that they get to walk in authority knowing you have their lives in your hands. I pray that you would remind us of the power that is within us to divide the plunder of the, of the enemy and to take back what he has stolen from us. We take back our marriages, we take back our children, we take back our finance, finances, and we take back our health, and we proclaim abundance and favor over our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, ladies, don't forget to respond to the takeaway questions posted on the Red Stain Shoes Instagram and subscribe to the newsletter on the website. I love y'all. Have a blessed week and I'll catch you in the next podcast for the takeaway question session. Love y'all. Bye.